Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. The gospel of the kingdom. Oh my God, this is so beautiful. Amen. The gospel of the kingdom. Now, like the prophet said, I would like to say that there is a thin line between preaching the word of God, you know, preaching the things of God, preaching what we read in the Bible, or preaching what we have heard, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Oh, yes. There is a very thin line. And uh, we always have to be careful and always go back and evaluate what we are preaching or what we are teaching people. Because like I've said, there's a very thin line between preaching all things and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Amen. Myself, I've done this for so many years. In the past, I thought, you know, when you come and you start preaching, you start teaching people. When I was very young, of course, yeah? I'm still young, yeah? Oh, yes. <laughs> come on, people. I'm now a man, yeah? <laughs> All right. I thought when you preach the gospel, when you are finishing that preaching, if the people are not crying, you haven't done anything. This was what I thought. Mm, amen. When you preach the gospel, I thought the people should feel sorry for themselves and you know they should start rolling on the ground and they should start crying. And they're saying, as for me, I think there is no hope. And then I thought those people, when you preach like that, it's when they will confess, they will be afraid. That, oh my God, I'm going to hell. And then they will be crying. Wow. Ay, ay, ay. And then I would say, I think I'm, I'm starting to preach. And there are so many preachers who are preaching that kind of messages. Where people are crying and people are living, you know, with fear. Yes. But I would like to tell you one thing. Fear is an emotion. Yes. Once that emotion, you know, there is no emotion which is permanent. Amen. Once that emotion goes, these people go back to where they were. Yes. And yet we thought we have preached what? The gospel. But what we were doing, we were threatening people. People moving, going back home with fear, filled of yes. fear, you know. Seeing themselves as if they are nothing. You know, seeing, you know, God, looking at God as if he, 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 he's the one who just holds the whip and he's just waiting for you to mess up so that he can whip you. But the Papa started teaching us something so beautiful. That we have to be careful and go back to the preaching of the gospel of the kingdom. Amen. And he started by telling us the mandate which God gave to Adam. And 
You know, we, we, we read Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Amen. In which the, 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 the key word there is that God told man that I have created you so that you should dominate. You should have dominion Amen. on earth. And God put him in the garden of Eden. And God, and the purpose told us, he said, the word Eden there is not just a name or a location of a garden. Amen. The way so many of us think. We just look at it, you know, as a, a location. It's a garden which is beautiful. You know, when we are visualizing, we are seeing flowers, you know, beautiful trees, which is good. But the Papa said, this word, this name Eden, is not just a name. It is a description. Oh, yes. And it means pressure. So, God creates man and he puts him in a pleasurable place. Uh, yes, amen. Not just a location that we should be staying here. No, 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 no. God was looking at the pleasurable of the place. That's Eden. And then he's telling man that I've put you in here so that you should dominate, have dominion. Oh, yes. Have rulership over everything. But on top of that, that kind of rulership is not the rulership where, you know, it's coming with hardship, pain, or crying, or whatever. No. Amen, amen. It's the rulership which is coming with pressure. Yes. Now, we know what happened to man, yeah? He lost the position which God gave him. By disobeying what God told him we should do. And we know the kind of life which man, you know, started to live. Because at that time, God came and, you know, do small, small to man, you know. And uh, things changed for man. He started living a miserable life. Amen. Now, thank God for Jesus Christ. Who is now the second and last Adam. Oh, yes. When Jesus came, Papa told us that he was coming to restore us back to the position which Adam lost. Oh, yes. So, in other words, God sent Jesus so that we can be restored back to the Eden. Restored back to the life of pressure. Amen. Restored back to the rulership. We should take back our dominion. Oh, yes. And dominate the whole world. That's the position which Jesus has put us back into. Now, we also read, you know, uh, is it, is it John chapter 3? Yeah? John chapter 3, I think, from verse 1 to verse 8. Okay, let's, let, let's go there. I'm just trying to do a recap here. Of what the Papa taught us. So, John chapter 3, from verse 1. Okay, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, 
The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's home and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is a Spirit. Mother or not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof. But canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Let's go back to verse 6. That which is born of the flesh is the flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. Amen. Now, this, these verses are telling us exactly what Jesus has done for us. Giving us an opportunity that we can be born by the Spirit. And the Papa emphasized the point that once you are born again Christian, you cease to be an ordinary person. You yourself will become a spirit. Amen. You remember that? Yes. So you yourself will become a spirit. Because you are born of the spirit. Now, as a born again Christian, I know that many of us will look at ourselves from the point of the flesh which we were born you know after Adam the first Adam but when Jesus comes he takes us you know far away from the first Adam to himself now in which he born us in the spirit and then we cease to be human beings or fleshes or whatever now we become the spirit who is connected to the spirit of God oh yes Now, this new spirit or this new person, this person who is born here, if the Bible is telling us that you are new, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17, if any man is in Christ, he is what? He is a new creature. Oh, yes. All the things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So you become a new creature. Or a new spirit. Oh, yes. A new creature. And thank God for the word which <laughs> the Bible is using there, creature. Oh, all right? yes. I, like, I, like, I like that word. Because you are not a human being, you are a creature. Amen. Who cannot be described anyhow. You are a creature. Oh, yes. And even the devil is so amazed and, you know, he's trying to understand what kind of a creature is this one. You are a new creature. So the Bible is saying you are new. And when the Bible is saying you are new, it means as far as you are concerned, 
you have never existed before. Amen. I have to say this again. As the new creature, you are new because you have just been born at that particular time. Not the old one who has been refurbished. But you are just being born at that particular time. Oh, and yes. you are totally new. You have never existed before. Oh, yes. I am saying this because many of us, when we see ourselves, we see ourselves in the light of our old selves. Where we are coming from. Yes. The things that we have done. The things that we have passed through. And we look at ourselves and say, if I passed through these things, if I did these things, I think there is no way I can do this thing. And yet, you are a new creature who never existed. Amen. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. Oh, yes. All the things have passed. And the Bible says, behold, see, open your eyes and see. Oh, yes. That the new things have what? Come. Yes. Are we together here? We are following. Now, I know that there are so many people, despite God, you know, giving us a new life, despite God telling us specifically, on the same chapter, 2 Corinthians 5.17, I mean 2 Corinthians 5.17-16 going to 20-21, the Bible says, Jesus became sin himself so that we can become the righteousness of God. Oh, yes. In Christ Jesus. Now, if you are the righteousness of God, God does not look at you with the old lenses. Amen. God looks at you with the new lessons. Oh, yes. And God is looking at someone who never existed, who is just being born. Amen. Who has never passed through that kind of life that you yourself remind you about. There are so many people today, born again Christians, yes. who still condemns themselves. Amen. There is therefore no condemnation to anyone who is in Christ Jesus. Oh, yes. Instead of the devil condemning them, the devil has stopped. He said, no, I think the, my job is being done by this person. He or she is condemning himself. So on daily basis, we wake up and still reminding ourselves of the things that we did. I'm here to tell you that Jesus brought the gospel. Oh, yes. Jesus brought the good news. And the good news that Jesus brought is that I will take up your sins. Oh, yes. So that you should take my righteousness. Amen. The moment you become born again, every sin passed away. Oh, yes. When God is looking at you, he looks at you from his own lessons. And he looks at the righteousness of God in you. Oh, yes. If you can forget everything today, please, don't forget 
this thing I'm saying now. Amen. When God is looking at you, he looks at his own righteousness which is in you. Oh, yes. And God is so pleased with you. The way you are. Stop looking at you from the old lessons. Amen. Look at yourself the way God looks at you. Are we together here? We are following. Now, what we are saying here is what we call the gospel. Oh, yes. Of the kingdom. Today, I want to take it very slow and very simple, you know. I will, I will reserve my energy today. Amen. What we are speaking here is what we call the gospel of the kingdom. Oh, yes. You are no longer condemned. You have been justified. Oh, yes. You have been called by God. And you have been glorified by God himself. So you have been elevated back to the position. And all things that God said because of the disobedience of Adam, those things does not apply to you. I will say this again. I know that so many people are like, huh? The things which God told Adam that they will be happening to him because he has disobeyed, those things does not apply to you. Amen. Because you are not living by the, that Adam, the first Adam. No. Oh, yes. We are living by Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. We are living by Jesus Christ. And Jesus gave us the righteousness of God. I, I, I like this personally. You know, there's a very big difference between being righteous and being the righteousness of God. Oh, yes. God is a pastor. There's a very big difference. Being righteous is about acts. The acts that we are doing, the things that are, which are good. Yes. All right, which are good. But being the righteousness of God, this is about the nature. Oh, yes. You do not teach a human being to be, you know, you, or you, you do not do anything apart from the nature of a human being so that that person can become a human being. That person is born a human being by nature. Yes. And us by being born in Christ Jesus, being born of the Spirit, we become the righteousness of God and there is nothing which can be done. Oh, yes. Amen. It's by nature. Amen. So you are the righteousness of God by nature. That's the gospel of the kingdom. Oh, yes. You are the righteousness of God by nature. Now, let me give you, an, give you an example. When a baby is born, that baby is a human being, right? Oh, yes. 
if that baby is trying, is, is learning to walk, and uh, she has stumbled and fell down, do you remove the right from her of being a human being? Oh, no. No. Why are you falling? I expected you to be walking straight. So that baby is still a human being. Oh, yes. It's because it's by nature. Just the same as us. It's by nature we are the righteousness of God. Oh, yes. So when God is looking at you, he doesn't look at you this, the, today, the righteousness of God. Tomorrow, ah, oh, no, 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 I've removed my righteousness. No. This is how so many people, you know, look at ourselves. Yes. And then we end up condemning ourselves. Amen. And come to a point of saying, I'm not too good enough to speak to God. I've heard so many people when you are preaching Christ to them, they say, I think me, I'm very bad. I don't think I can come to church. I think when I repent and I stop all these things, it's when I'll come to church. Have we heard of those people? Oh, yes. You know, they think, you know, that's being so religious and, you know, they are being considerate of God, you know. You know, the God is too holy. I think when I stop everything, it's when I'll come to church. Let me tell you, God is not like that. The Bible says, what were yet sinners? Yes. Christ died for us. Oh, yes. All of us here, while we were yet sinners, is that, that was the very same time that Christ loved us. When we were yet sinners, that was the very first time that God gave his only begotten son. That's the most precious gift. Who did he give to a person who deserves? No. The person who is, sin, who is a sinner. Oh, yes. Are we together here? Oh, yes. Now, God is interested, and, and Jesus said, he said, I, I didn't come here for, you know, people who are already in church. I've come here for sinners. Oh, yes. And if, if, if we can look at the life of Jesus, he was mostly with the sinners, sitting together with the harlots. And those people who thought they were doing good, condemning him, how can you sit with a harlot? But Jesus said, I've come here for them. Not for you people who think you are okay. Oh, yes. And the church, church, <laughs> I want to say this, you know, so, so, so carefully. Oh, yes. Church is a place where we come to meet God. And when we meet God, God works in us and makes us to become like him. Oh, yes. Amen. So we are coming to meet God so that God can make us become like him. Oh, yes. All right. Church is not a place where we say it's like, you know, where all people who are perfect should be gathering. No. That's right. Church is the place for everyone. We are trying to a little bit small, small dissect the message or the gospel of the kingdom. Oh, yes. 
just a small, small. I'm saying this because uh, those people who are in church, when they see someone whom possibly they know, that that person, you know, was doing some things or does some things, we look at them, you know, in a strange way. When them looks at us, they know that we are looking at them in a strange way. Oh, yes. And they say, I think I'm condemned here. Next week, I'll not come again. <laughs> we do this normally. And it's wrong in the house of God. Yes. It's totally wrong. Oh, yes. These are the first people that we are supposed to embrace. Amen. Oh, my brother, you are here. God bless you. Yeah. Oh, my sister, you are here. God bless you. God will bless you. God will transform you. Oh, yes. That's the gospel of the kingdom. Are we together here? Oh, yes. Make it a point, you know. Don't be what they say, holier than thou. Amen. We are, we, are, we are all justified by grace. Oh, yes. We have all been given the righteousness of God. And let me tell you, a person who was born again 20 years ago, and a person who is born again today, their righteousness is the same. Oh, yes. Amen. Because we have received the same righteousness. That's righteousness which God gives us. It's mm. the same. Oh, yes. So where do we take the guts of, you know, pointing at the people that are just joining us? Now we're together here. Oh, yes. We are following. Now I know that someone is asking, oh, Pastor, so... What do we do with the acts that God, you know, expects us to do, you know, since we just receive the righteousness of God? You know, this, this question was posted to Paul also. Okay? said, should we continue sinning? <laughs> Simply because we have received the righteousness of God. I'll, possibly I'll finish with that uh, portion. I'll finish with answering that question. But now, the Bible is saying, we are born of God, not of the flesh, but of God himself. Oh, yes. And we are transformed and we are now spirits. All right? We are now spirits. Now, God is a spirit. And in order for us to relate with God, we have to look at ourselves as a spirit too. Oh, yes. The problem with so many of us, we look at ourselves as human beings and then we come to God. It will not work. So it's a spirit versus a spirit. Yes. Now since God is a spirit, us too must be what? Spirits. Now that's where the thing is, you know. That's the key of so many things in our lives. Oh, yes. That's the key of so many things in our lives. The moment we start looking at, uh, at ourselves as spirits, we'll understand that the things that affect human beings are not supposed to affect us because we are spirits. Amen. We are born 
of God. So the things that affect, I will say this again, the things that affect human beings are not permitted to affect us. Because we are spirits. And there is a, a set of, you know, of things that we are supposed to be doing as spirits. Because we are just new creatures. Amen. We are just new There is a set of things that we are supposed to be doing as what? Spirits. And the Bible is full of those things that we are supposed to be doing as spirits. In order for us to flow as spirits now. And you know, relate with God at the level which God is expecting us to relate with him. Yes. Are we together here? Oh, yes. And the, and the Papa also made, made reference to Romans chapter 14. Let's go there. Romans chapter 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now, from where we are coming from, when we look at, at ourselves as born from Adam, we realize that that kind of life is life which is full of uh, troubles, problems, sicknesses, oppressions. But now God is showing us that now that we are in the kingdom of God, now that something has happened to you, this kingdom we are in now, it's not a matter of the flesh. Oh, yes. It's not a matter of just looking at what we are eating and what we are drinking. No. But it is a matter of realizing that this is the kingdom of righteousness now. Oh, yes. Whereby you are no longer your old self. You are a new creature. Amen. And because of this kind of righteousness, there is no way you can continue to live miserably. There has to be peace there. And there is no way you can continue to live miserably. There has to be joy there. There is no way you can continue to live the way you are living because you are in the Holy Ghost. Because you are a spirit now. So your life has changed. Baba said if there was a, a, a person who was more joyful amongst Jesus and his disciples, it was Jesus. Because he was anointed with the anointing of what? Gladness. Above all his fellows. This is where now I said the key is realizing that the moment I became born again Christian, yes. I am no longer a normal human being. Amen. I am a spirit. Oh, yes. I am a new creature. And as a new creature, my life is all about the righteousness of God. Oh, yes. My life is about peace. My life is about joy. Oh, yes. So as a spirit, you create this atmosphere for yourself. Because remember, we are still in the world. But we are not of what? Of the world. Oh, yes. We are still in the world. And the things that affect human beings, if we are not careful, they will affect us. Oh, yes. But we have to remember who we are. You are a spirit. 
not just the spirit but the spirit who is carrying the righteousness of God amen within you oh yes and number two, the spirit which is peaceful and which is full of joy and as the gospel you have to continuously checking yourself what kind of atmosphere am i discharging is it in line with the atmosphere which I, I belong to? Or is it a different atmosphere? So you have to manifest peace. And you have to manifest joy. And notice the word which I will use here. Notice the word which I will use, okay? Manifesting peace. And manifesting joy. It is a matter of choice. That's the way which I wanted you to notice. I know that so many people say, no, pastor, you know, we have to wait. God will give us peace. You know, pastor, God will give us joy. No, you wait until Jesus comes. It is a matter of choice. That's right. So God has already done his part. He has given you the kingdom. Oh yes. He has given you the spirit. Your spirit is now in fellowship with the spirit of God. Oh, now yes. it's up to you to release what the spirit of God has deposited in your spirit. Oh yes. And what is that? Righteousness, peace, and the joy in the Holy Ghost. Oh yes. Whereby you make a choice as, as for me each and every day. I wake up a very happy person. You wake up and you are already rejoicing. Uh, amen. There are people, you know, who wait until they open YouTube and start watching the comedians for them to laugh. <laughs> and then you find them laughing. <laughs> what are they? They are watching comedians. Once they are off, they are back to their sadness. Oh, yes. Amen. Say, I disconnect. I disconnect. I don't wait for comedians. Amen. <laughs> Never. I've got the Holy Ghost in me. Oh, yes. I don't wait for comedians. And possibly, I, I, I can't even remember any name of a comedian. <laughs> I don't. I've got the Holy Ghost in me. Oh, yes. And once I know that my spirit is connected to the spirit of God, and God has deposited of himself into my spirit. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, yes. I chose to manifest peace. And I chose to manifest joy. Oh, yes. Where I am is a place of peace, where people are at liberty. Oh, yes. People are laughing. And the people are enjoying themselves. So because I am there, my, my, my atmosphere... Is influencing them. Oh yes, amen. Papa made a mention that some some homes are like a ozone. I disconnect. Dad, dad and mama. Someone is carrying a machine gun. Someone is carrying a machete. <laughs> you know, and the kids are watching. That's right. And he made, he made a statement which he did not elaborate. He said, what we are doing 
is like we are giving them a model of life. Yes. What kids does, they will not speak, but they will just see, ah, oh, yes. this is life, you know, how life is done. That's right. We are giving them a model. Yes. No wonder when they grow, they will continue to do the same things in their houses. Oh, yes. We are, we are giving them a model. In the past. That's right. Not now, in the past. In the past you Amen. Know, some dads would be so angry. I don't know. I don't know here in Australia, but where I come from. Some dads would be so angry to an extent that you could not like, no, not our dads, but in, our, in other houses. Okay. Oh, thank, yes. God. thank God for the grace. Amen. <laughs> Thank God for the model which our dads and our, our parents showed us oh, in yes. other houses. You know, when a dad comes from work, enters the house, every child was supposed to run into the bedrooms. Because the dad was very angry. That's right. The mother is shaking. My husband has come. Creating atmosphere, you know, of, 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 of anger everywhere. But the kingdom of God is about righteousness. Oh, yes. Peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. As Jesus was joyful, we too must be joyful. Oh, yes. Amen. And like I said, it's a matter of choice. You decide starting from today. I'll make sure that I'm joyful. Oh, yes. I know that so many of us, you know, we, you know, sometimes we just wake up and, you know, wake up from the wrong side of, of the bed, you know, and then uh, we decided to continue with that throughout the day. No. That can happen to anyone. It's an emotion. That's right. But after that, when you realize that in you, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to choose to continue in that? This is the way I've woke up today. Or you say, as if for me, I discharge joy. That's right. As if for me, I manifest peace. Oh, yes. You sadness, I command you, get out. Amen. And do you know what do we do? To conquer those things, you have to do what the Bible says. Create the atmosphere. Oh, yes. Start praying in tongues. Amen. And don't just pray in tongues while you're seated, you know, and, you know, uh, folding your hands, you know, facing down. No, 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 it will continue. This is the time now we should start pacing the floor. That's right. After pacing the floor, you should start dancing. Oh, yes. After dancing, you should switch a gear oh, yes. and start laughing to yourself. Yes. By the end of 10 minutes, all oh, the devil is gone. Are you getting what we are, what oh, we yes. are saying? Creating the atmosphere, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now, Baba also made a reference to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17, uh, whereby he, he talked about, you know, the position in which God created us. And wanted us to operate on, which is a position of pleasure, a position, a position of joy, a position of peace. And now, since we were removed from that position, 
And still people are, are, are still in the flesh. Born of Adam. It's like there is a void in ourselves, in our, in our lives. To, to an extent that sometimes we try to cover up that void. And now this is the void which makes people to go and start doing some other things. They start drinking. They start, you know, taking drugs. Yes. In order for them to, to come to that position of pressure. Amen. It's a position which God gave us. That's right. And minus God, we cannot, we can never get ourselves to that position. That's never. right. So we have to go back to God and ask a question. What did you put in us? In order for us to find pressure. Yes. Anything outside God will not take us back to that position. Amen. And this is where the Bible says, do not be drunk with wine. That's Ephesians chapter 5. Yes, Ephesians chapter 5. Do not be drunk with wine where there is what? Excess, debauchery, wastage. And then verse 18. Verse, verse, okay. But be filled with the, with the Spirit. Amen. So the Bible has, has realized, God realized that the people are still, people will try to get back to that position. Oh, yes. But He's telling us do not be drunk with wine. And that wine is any, any, any kind of, you know, substance that we can take. That thing that will take the place of the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. That thing that will take the place of God. Oh, yes. That thing that will start controlling you. Anything that controls you outside of God is not a right thing to do. Amen. It's a sin. Anything that controls you outside of God oh, yes. is a sin. And mind you, they are talking about wine there. We can add and say addictions. But there are so many things that controls people. Yes, amen. To an extent that people forget themselves. People forget prayer. People forget the study of the word. Yes. There are so many things there. That we can add. Now, if you let yourself be controlled by those things, the Bible says there is excess in those things. There is debauchery. Yes. There is death in those things. But he gave us a substance. But be filled by the Spirit. Be filled by the Spirit. Be filled by the spirit. That's a choice. Oh, yes. We cannot sit down and wait on God and say, feel me, oh God, feel me, oh God. Study and find out how do I feel myself yes. by the spirit. And continuously engage on those things. Yes. And because of time or not, if, you, if, if we read there, we'll, we'll realize that the, the Bible will be getting back to Romans chapter 14, 17. The kingdom of God is about righteousness, yes. peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Once you prepare yourself to continuously engage in righteousness, peace, 
and joy in the Holy Ghost. You will realize that every time, every day, you are being filled by the Holy Ghost. Oh yes, amen. Every time you are a charged person. Amen. Every time when you meet a sick person, you just want to pray for them. Oh, yes. Every time when you meet someone who is not born again, you just want to witness Christ to oh, them. Oh, yes. Because you are filled by the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom, I mean the gospel of the kingdom. Oh, yes. Jesus has done it all for us. There is nothing, nothing, nothing what that is remaining. Amen. Now it is up to us to take up our positions. Yes. Let's stand up because of time. When we meet people that are oppressed, tell them that Jesus came to preach liberty. This is Luke chapter 4 verse 18, but because of time I will not read when we meet people that are poor, tell them that Jesus came to preach the gospel to them. And if the gospel is being preached to poor people, there's no any other gospel that we can preach apart from telling them that they have been made rich. Or they have been made prosperous. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. We know the grace which was with our Lord Jesus Christ. In that while we are you know, although, although, although he was rich, but he became poor on our behalf. So that in him, we can become rich. That's the message which is being preached to those who are poor. The message which is being pre preached to those who are, who are sick is that they are healed. And they are sick no more. Oh yes, amen. Second Peter chapter 2 verse 24. But because of time, we will, not, we will not read. He took all our infirmities in himself. By his stripes, ye were healed. Are you getting me? Now, I made a statement. I've, I've, I've let you stand so that you can now pay more attention. <laughs> we are following. Okay. I made a statement earlier on. When, when we receive the righteousness of God in our spirits. Like I said, we have received the nature of God in our spirits. Alright? And we start to live by the nature of God. Now, you will realize that the things that you were doing, the time you were in the world, you no longer find the pleasure in doing those things. You no longer find the pleasure in doing those things. By nature. And without anyone forcing you, you start quitting those things. Oh, yes. Are you getting what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Without anyone forcing you or telling you this is wrong, you should do this and this, you should not do you. You start, you know, quitting them. You say, right. I, I cannot find the pleasure in these things. Amen. That's the nature. That's the righteousness of God is speaking inside of you. Oh, yes. Now, what we have to do is to grow ourselves in the righteousness of God. As a human being, you are, you, you are expected to grow. I gave a reference of a, of, of a young child, right? This child, when they are learning to walk, they will be falling. But it will come a time when they will not fall. Oh, yes. 
Because they have learned how to walk. Oh yes. The same way with us. The time we are born again Christian, we'll be struggling with some other things. But God is expecting us to grow to a level Amen. where those things now become a thing of the past. Oh yes. Where now God can point at you and say, this one is my matured son. Amen. This one is my matured daughter. Because we have graduated ourselves to a level now where God can rely on us as matured people. Oh, yes. God has given us his life. Let us take advantage of the life of God in our lives. Oh, yes. And let us preach the same message to the people outside there. They are not miserable. There is hope in Christ Jesus. Oh, yes. They are not lost. There is hope in Christ Jesus. Oh, yes. They are not permitted or granted into, into diseases. No. Jesus died so that they can live healthy life. Oh, yes. They have not been given to poverty. Jesus became poor so that they should be rich. Oh, yes. Bring them to church. Amen. Continuously loving them. Continuously, you know, praying for them. Oh, yes. By and by, you see that the things that they were doing, they will no longer do them again. That's right. Hallelujah. Now, we are people who are growing up, all of us, in the things of God. There might be some people in here who are still struggling with some other things in their lives. Don't feel ashamed. Don't feel embarrassed. That's right. A baby does not feel embarrassed when he, they have fallen. They are learning how to walk. Yes, amen. They don't feel embarrassed if they didn't complete, you know, a full sentence. Even if they just speak one word, they are happy, I've communicated. Oh, yes. They are learning. Oh, yes. But do you know what they do? They give themselves to the learning. Until one day they complete a full sentence. There might be some people who are still struggling with some other things in their lives. Today is the best day to recommit ourselves to God. Oh, yes. And make our fellowship with the Holy Spirit alive. And start living by the life which we have been given. Amen. The life of God in us. This is the life which, you know, takes away everything that the devil puts in our lives. Oh, yes. Amen. And there might be people... Who have not yet received Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. You cannot do these things if you do not have Jesus. The first thing for you is to receive Jesus into your life. As your Lord and personal Savior. When you do that, you receive the life of God into your yes. life. Amen. And the Spirit of God connects to your spirit. And you tap into the life of God. And you start living by that kind of life. Oh, yes. If you are there, you have not yet received Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. I would like to 
offer an opportunity today which is possibly the most important decision every person can ever make on earth the decision to receive Christ as your Lord and personal savior oh yes i will make a prayer and this prayer will be both for those who are receiving Jesus and those who want to commit themselves again unto God to amend our lives so i will ask you to repeat after me can you show me zoom and yes i will i will ask you to repeat after me wherever you are i will ask you to repeat after me just believe in your heart and mean exactly what you are saying and from there take it that you have the life of god in you and that god will start manifesting himself in you say after me say lord jesus lord jesus i thank you i thank you because you love me because you love me thank you thank you because of your righteousness because of your righteousness i receive your righteousness today i receive your righteousness today i receive your life today i receive your life today i receive jesus today i receive jesus today to be my lord to be my lord and personal savior and personal savior starting from today starting from today i will live by the life of god i will live by the life of god i promise you father i promise you father i will live i will live by your life by your life which you have given me today given me today in Jesus name in Jesus name amen amen thank you for listening to keep in touch with our ministry visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international it is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of god Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, shalom.